Well, good evening, everyone. Good to see you tonight, and hope that you're gearing up for leadership conference. Good to see a couple of our uh, delegates already. The Wilsons are here, and also a, a couple of pastors from the Philippines, Pastor Ruben and his men come in, and uh, good to uh, have them early, and looking forward to um, just uh, everyone else coming through, through the course of the end of this week and beginning of next week. And uh, tonight again, in your bulletins, we provided you just an insert with the names of our delegates that are coming. And I think we've had to add some names to that uh, since Friday. We've had an influx, you know, the typical Baptist registrations, right? Just the week before, and then probably a couple of days before as well. But I'm glad that, that we're getting the numbers in, and we're looking forward to ministering. Let's turn our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 8 this evening, and uh, appreciate your faithfulness to come this evening, and I want to give you plenty of time to, to pray, and I do appreciate your prayers as we head into our, our conference, and uh, already a few, uh, a few things I know Andrew has had challenges with the printer, so just uh, not, not, not Brother Pete the printer, right, the machine, okay, so, um, but just pray against uh, all, those, all those things that, are, that can just distract and sort of get us off track and even at times affect our spirit, but uh, we, we have to have a bigger picture in mind as we head into next week, uh, because really the effort of all of that isn't about about us, we'll benefit and we'll serve, and, but at the end of the day, it's, we want to be an encouragement to our brethren in the Lord, and we want to help, and we want to be a blessing, and we look forward to ministering, and uh, you know, that really, when we think about that, I'm just glad that over the course of, of serving the Lord, we don't, we don't have to do it alone that actually part of what God would have us to do is, is we, we do things together as a church. And uh, I think there's a, there's a, uh, the, there's a, a phrase here I want to I point out as we read 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verses 1 to 4. And the Bible just says, Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. Now that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And I want you to notice that how Paul describes this effort of the churches in Macedonia, that it was this fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And I just began to think about the fact that we're going to get to do that in the course of the coming week. We're going to minister together for the saints, but we're going to do it, we're going to fellowship in that ministering. And many of us who are here tonight have volunteered some time to come together and, and for specific roles and specific parts of the week. You're going to do your bit and, and play your part. But we get to fellowship in that ministering together. And I think about these churches in Macedonia. We read about the Macedonian call in Acts chapter 16. And really these, these churches involved are probably Thessalonica, Philippi, and Berea. 
All these churches had come together so that they could take up a collection to help those in need. And there was this, this understanding that throughout the, the region, there was a great deal of challenge. There was a great deal of, of, of affliction and deep poverty that the Bible speaks about here. And yet in all of that, they came together for the, for the ministering to the saints. And, and you know, I think there's a, there's a, there's a great part of God, God's heart that is just about, it's just about others. It's just about the fact that in our, in our efforts, in, in our getting together, in our service together, there's a heart for others. And I think God's pleased with that. You know, the Bible tells us that, that uh, behold how good it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. That there's a great pleasure that God finds in, in that, that, that unity that we have. And, and in fact, there's great power in unity, isn't there? There's great power in getting together. You understand even right from the beginning, prior to the languages being confused, that actually at the, there at, at Babel, there was those that came together and in fact, it wasn't going to even be denied them. They were going to reach their goal, except for the fact that God was going to confuse the languages. And there was great power demonstrated there and, and not for the right thing. And we know all the world around, there's, there's a lot of, lot of not good things done because people just get together for evil. But you know, there's a great power in getting together for good. There's a great power when we come together to, to work, to labor together. I think about the, the people in Nehemiah's day, they had a mind to work, they had a singularity of mind, and they got the job, job done. And as we come into this time, we've already invested a lot of time working together. There were a, a, lot, who, a lot who committed to prayer during our 24 hours of prayer, a lot who gave towards the the, the, the work of, of the conference and those who've been practicing and laboring and I've, as I've walked around and I've noticed the, the efforts there, I hope that we're mindful that we're, we're fellowshipping in that ministry to the saints together. That actually that's what we're doing. And, and here Paul is, is just reminding really uh, the, the Corinthians of this example of the churches in Macedonia how really they, they came together and they, they, they were encouraged in this fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And, and I think that, that if we would take to heart just the, the reality of what's coming ahead and the reality of our fellowship in ministering together for the saints, that there's some things that, that we will see and some things that even God will do for us. And I think we, we'll see these in the first couple of verses here that we read Notice with me the first thing in verse 1. He says, Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. You know, the first thing that we find as we would go out of our way and, and do our bit to try to minister to others is firstly, God will strengthen us in, in getting the job done. You know, as, as the churches got together there in Macedonia and, and heard of the need, they understood then that, that to come together in in all of the, what they had, it says there in verse 2 that they had deep poverty, that in, in and of themselves they didn't have much to offer. And yet, uh, upon them in, in, their, in their heart to want to do something for others, God bestows upon them great grace. God gives them grace to do so. And, and you know, we, 
we have we have put in the effort, and there's many things that we've uh, we've tried to accomplish already ahead of time, and we're gonna uh, see the the really the summary of all of that in a couple of days' time. That when you estimate it uh, at the end of it, it goes so quickly after so much effort. But you know what enables us in all of that? It's not just the collective effort of one another. It's just that God gave us grace to do so. God gave strength. And I think it just pleases God. The, the looks down on his people and they put in their effort to try to bless others. He's going to give the, the added amount of grace that's needed. And, you know, he taught that anyway, right, right in, in the first letter to the Corinthians. He told them that, you know, it doesn't matter who waters and it doesn't matter who plants. It's God that gives the increase. That actually, as we labor together, even as much as God sees that, at the end of the day, it's God that's going to be the one that will give the increase. He's going to be the one that's got to bless the time. He's going to be the one that has to bless the efforts and even multiply the efforts and give us the grace to be able to get the job done. And so maybe you're heading into the time, and, and you know, I was just walking at the back there through, throughout this day, just looking at the names, praying for the names who signed up to, to serve in the ministries, praying for the leaders there. And, and I noticed that there are several names in several places. And I thought about how are they going to juggle that? But I think about the heart to do that and the heart to, and willingness to do that. And, and I just can't help but think that as, as those who have a willingness to serve, that actually God's going to be the one that will strengthen and enable that one. And as we go about, and, and there's no doubt we're going to have some weary days and weary nights. For those of you who's going to be able to come through the day and then come through the night, we're going to have a lot of, uh, of time just, just being together and serving and then uh, hearing the Word of God, which... Uh, has uh, in its own its own spiritual output and effort. And you look at all of that and you think it's going to be long days, but at the end of it, God's going to give us strength if we would have a heart to do it for others. And so that ministering, that fellowship in ministering to the saints. And then notice the second thing is in verse 2, how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy. And notice the, the contrast to that. So he's already mentioned that they have great trials of affliction and then they have deep poverty. But then notice the two words that contrast, they have joy and abound. They have riches of their liberality. And, and here's the, the thought there as we, as we fellowship in the ministering to the saints. You know what we're going to find? Our collective troubles are going to be overcome by our collective sacrifice. You know, in of ourselves, we're all limited. In of ourselves, we don't have every resource to be able to meet out for the need. In of ourselves, we understand that we can only do what we can do. And, and then on top of that, we've all got our own things to deal with. For the people here, they had great trial of affliction. There might be some of you who just out of just your heart to want to serve, even though you're going through your own trial and your own trouble and your own time of affliction. Maybe you're just going to come anyway. Maybe it is that it's there. you're in, in deep poverty in the sense of there's, there's a lack in your life. And yet, because of the fact that they came together in fellowship to the ministering of the saints, God brought along their collective effort and it, over, it was overcome. It overcame their collective troubles. As, a, as, a, as, as they came together to want to meet this need, God blessed abundantly. And, 
you know, how, how, how each and every one of us, sometimes we, we've got our own burdens to bear. Sometimes we have our own things to deal with and, and we're, we're, we're at times at a loss to, to see how, how we even get through the day or even get through the week. But don't you find it as God's people that when you get around others who want to just work and labor and their, their joy sometimes rubs off and allows us to then proceed with joy as well. That when we get together in, in a collective effort for the Lord, that actually those troubles can sometimes even in that moment melt away and not just be forgotten, but God's actually helping us as we're helping Him, as we're helping one another. That actually He's encouraging us, because really when it comes down to it, we're fulfilling what we're supposed to do, we're acting as a body. We're supporting one another. And even in the midst of that, maybe some burdens can be borne by others, and maybe in, in the course of you sitting with someone or, or serving someone or serving alongside one another, some things might be mentioned that suddenly it just becomes a real thing for that other person to pray about. Maybe it's, there's some uh, word of kindness or some word of encouragement in the course of serving others that you might hear, and, and you've, you've sacrificed, and that sacrifice together might be able to also solve the, the troubles that you have. And, and, you know, their collective troubles were overcome by their collective sacrifices. But really, their willingness to do so, in verse 3, results in synergy. Notice in verse 3, For to their power I bear record, yea, and notice this, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves. You know, it wasn't just the fact that they got a total together. They even, I think they even probably surprised themselves and they went beyond their power. They went beyond what they thought they were capable of. And there's that whole idea of synergy that's brought out in the scriptures right there. And what synergy is, is it's the, when, when, when two or more get together and they're, they're greater than the sum of their parts. And maybe they came together and they thought, well, I only have two mites that I can give. Well, I, could, I only have this amount that I could. And suddenly as they came together, they found that actually God enabled them to do more than what they even thought was possible. You know, sometimes we approach a week like we, we will, and no doubt as you maybe reflect in your own history of, of coming together as a church, you might even think of times where you, you feel like the the preparation wasn't as, as good as it should have been. Maybe you came together and, and you just sought the Lord and suddenly God turns things around and it just becomes more than it. And I think about even this year, we, we already had a, a great conference. We had a missions conference and you know, we were speaking about this. We were just saying how, how it felt like it snuck up on us. You know, As a staff, we were talking about how we were preparing and all of that, but it suddenly dawned on us Wow, missions conference is just around the corner. And I, I remember just, just feeling like we hadn't prepared like we should. But I remember the theme was, was just uh, across the street and across around the world and, and understanding that, again, missions really at the very heart of it is, is about ministering to others, sharing the gospel to others. And it just felt like the Lord just, just blessed that. And we had a tremendous conference, didn't we? It was just a really, just the, the Lord spoke in, in clear ways and God really blessed. And I think about times where sometimes even in our, in our own minds 
And sometimes even in our, in our own estimations, we, we can't bring as much to the table. And yet God looks at the heart and God looks at those that, uh, of us who, who just are willing to give of ourselves for the sake of others. And God just somehow just multiplies that. You know, there's a great story about the feeding of the 5,000 plus people, right? It was really 5,000 men and we don't know how many uh, ladies and children there were. But, you know, it was just one little boy, wasn't it? With the five loaves and two fishes who had a willingness to give of what he had and God multiplied it and it could just be that we just give of our efforts as, as best as we can and God does something greater than we could even imagine. You know what that is? When we labor with God, he gives the increase. There's a synergy. And these, these churches of Macedonia, they, to their power, Paul says, I bear record in the beyond their power, they were willing of themselves. Their sacrifice meant something to God. And it was because it was the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And then at the end of the day, here's the result of that, is that there was a gift. And here's the point, the need was met. Because sometimes, sometimes we, forget how, we forget how at the end of the day, there's a need out there. And we don't know every need, do we? There'll be those we've never met before. There'll be those who'll come in, it might be their first time. There'll be those they, they might not even know what to expect, and yet God knows they have a need. And it might be a spiritual need, it might be an emotional need, it might be a physical need, it might just be a, a, just a relationship need, it, we don't know. But everyone's going to come through our doors, and there are people who have needs, and you know, our collective efforts, because our heart is to fellowship together in the ministering to the saints, you know what will result and what we hope is that the needs will be met. That there will be those who will find the answer that they need, that will get the guidance that they are seeking for. That they'll make a connection that will just encourage them and keep them going. That they'll, they'll, they'll meet someone who can give them the counsel that they need. They, they might meet someone who might just, just be the fellowship and the kind of person they need at that moment. And if we would come together with that spirit of just wanting to minister to the saints, and we do so, we fellowship in that, and I think that at the end, God meets the need. You know, the, the problem is alleviated. Those things that people are, are seeking the Lord about he might just use us to just be a blessing and a help to that one. And you know, there's a corresponding joy and, and fruitfulness to that, isn't there? And, and I think about the, the fact that these ones who sacrificed, these ones who, who collectively went beyond their power, these ones who actually, they, they had their own troubles, they just sacrificed. And I think about the rejoicing that was, was there. There was joy and there was an abounding. And I want to tell you that, that you know, the, every effort, every sacrifice, if God sees in our hearts that our motive is for others, then God in his, in his goodness to us, he produces great fruit that will be to our account. He, he produces joy there that, that can't be replaced by any other 
kind of joy that this world tries to produce. No, it's, it's something that's eternal. It's something that pleases God in the end. And so I want to encourage you, church, you know, tonight we get one sort of final opportunity as a group of, of uh, as, a, as a church family to pray for others. It might just be that, that we head into next week and we would just, just instead of focusing on just the task at hand, we would remember that there, there's a collective of us. There are those who are sacrificing their time as well. And we would just think about how if we would just, just love God and, and, and come together to labor for Him, and we would fellowship in this ministering, then we could help those saints that are coming in that are our brethren in the Lord. And I hope that's our heart as we head into next week. And I hope that, that we would even tonight just take a bit more time to think about the, the helping others along the way. And so uh, I hope that that'll be, that'll be our hearts tonight and then into the week to come. All right, Brother Jewel.